Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets, the place for entrepreneurs, coaches, and CEOs who are looking to grow their business with the podcast, become a key person of influence in their industry, and get their ideal clients to come to them, also known as Attraction Marketing. I'm your host, Al Morenton. My guest today is Ed Parku. A veteran of nearly three decades in the mortgage industry, Ed commands widespread respect for his expertise. As the founder and CEO of Lending for Living, a distinguished mortgage firm, Ed excels in guiding home buyers through the intricate process of acquiring a home. Armed with advanced degrees in marketing and international business, he leverages his skills and knowledge to seamlessly navigate his clients through the journey. Beyond his professional achievements, Ed proudly served as a hospital corpsman in the United States Navy, providing him with a distinctive understanding of his clients' needs and aspirations. His military background uniquely positions him to comprehend the specific requirements of those he serves. Ed's commitment extends to financial literacy and real estate education, evident through his roles at the, as the host of the iHeartRadio talk radio show, Real Estate Jerky, and the creator of two podcasts, Inner Edison and Helping the Brave. These platforms serve as valuable resources, offering insights, advice, and inspiration to empower listeners in building wealth and realizing their financial goals. Ed's presence extends to popular podcast platforms and YouTube. Furthermore, Ed is featured in the revealed film documentary, Hacking Real Estate a comprehensive nine-part series exploring various facets of real estate investment, showcasing his expertise alongside other industry leaders. Additionally, he is the author of the book, Financial Freedom, Building Personal Wealth Through Home Ownership, rounding out his multifaceted contributions to the world of finance and real estate. Welcome to the show, Ed. Thanks for having me. Wow, that was a mouthful. I have to get that bio cut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had a lot of accomplishments you know, over the years. It's, it's really cool to see. So I, I know that you're um, an, an expert in a lot of different things, but um, the, why don't you tell us about how to become an authority in your industry? Well, it's like um, I was told I was a best kept secret. Excuse me. And that's one of the problems for most of us is we don't want to talk about ourselves. We just want to do business. We want to grow a company. We don't understand that we have to get that information out there. So people, you know, there's two brands to a company. There's the company brand, and then there's the person who runs it and founds it and all that stuff. There's two separate brands that you have to grow at the same time. Most of us focus only on the company. We don't, but most people want to work with that individual and not the company. And so what I did is I didn't realize I was, I was doing this at the time, but when I started the radio show, then everybody said I was the authority because I, you know, being on radio, that I must know what I'm talking about. And then I realized, wow, if they think that, then I also got into podcasting and then I got into doing writing the book and then I got lucky enough to be in a documentary. So when you add those three things, it's you are now the authority in that industry in your field. And so the question is, how do you get to that point? Where's the starting point? And that's what you have to find out. What's in your industry? What would make you, you know, what's good for you? Because radio and podcasting is basically the same thing. They both cost money. Right. It's just a matter of trying to figure out where is the best to find your customers. For me, when I, when the talk radio was brought to me, I was like, really, do people still listen to radio? Cause I never did, but it was on AM radio, 1360 K, uh, KFIV. And come to find out 
talk radio is huge. It's because they think it's the last free press. And so it is really huge. And I didn't realize how big it was until we've been on there for over five years. And people constantly know who we are just because of the radio show. And if we have somebody come on, they're inundated by phone calls and everything else after the fact. That's awesome. So the radio shows and the podcasts and even the books are like sets you apart like a set like like you're a center of influence in your industry. Yeah, because think about it. if there's two of you, one of you has a radio show and multiple podcasts and a book and also been in a documentary. And the other guy has he's been working in the industry for 20 years. Who are you going to go to? Right. Yeah. So the question is, how do you get there? And it's not as hard as most people think, but most people are afraid to start a podcast. Radio is a little different. And I I just did it. And I didn't realize, you know, people, I found this out a long time ago, common knowledge that we have, people will pay for. And you need to find, so you just need to find out what would set you apart in your industry and where are your people and how do you need to get to them? And what can you do that for most people? It's just a podcast. And I don't mean just a podcast because podcasting, as you know, is a lot of work, mm -hmm. right? You, you do the episode, you have to get it edited. You have to cut it up. You have to post it. You have to do all the other stuff, you know, potentially put on YouTube. Do it. It's just, it's a, so you have to get a team involved to help you with this, get some additional people, but you just have to figure out which is the best way for you. Writing a book is the easiest thing to do these days compared to any other time in history. You know, there so many people can write a book, but it's got to be a good book, yeah. right? It's got to have a good cover. It's got to be really well done because there's nothing worse than having a book and you're like, oh, that's your book. So yeah, for sure. And I don't want to keep talking because this is your show, but I've just, uh, basically it's just finding those things that will set you apart from everybody else. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And that's actually your show today, <laughs> so, so, but, but um, it's still but your yeah, show. But, I'm just a guest on your show. But, um, but I, yeah, I've seen that because I, I, I wrote a book, you know, about 15 years ago or so. And, you know, it was a regular book, you know, that helped people and got good reviews at the book tour, all that. But right around that same time was when all these uh, like business people came out, like doing these, like, I call them like sort of like fake books, you know, and they like you get one chapter that you do mm -hmm. and you're part yeah, of this whole thing. Two. And yeah. it's, and it doesn't really have any like value to it you know right. and but, but i did a book yeah I, and i think that that could actually do more harm than good maybe um, i think so i just you, you have you know we have knowledge in us from doing what we do and people want to know how to do it or how you know how for me people want to know how to own a home what's the mm -hmm. easiest way to be able to understand how because people think it's really difficult and our industry makes it difficult for a reason. We want you to think it's hard. So you have to use us. Well, I, I, I've been qualifying people a certain way for many, many years and I do it differently than other people. And that's how I wrote my book. This is the steps. This is how you can get in. This is how you can do it. And I break it down very easily for people to understand the process. And I, and I say in there, you don't have to come to me. It's about you getting the education on this for the, with this book. So you can go anywhere because if you know, if you're selling sales at all, when you're doing your presentation, you're talking to somebody, sometimes you forget something. 
right? Because you don't mean to, but someone asks a question and because most of us have what we call a script, we've been using it for years. We don't have it written down anymore because it's in our brain and we do a certain way, say a certain thing the same way all the time. So we don't miss anything. And someone interrupts you and asks a question and then you might miss, forgot something. Well, one thing about having a book and having them read it, it's in there. So I don't have to worry about that I missed it. And I can tell them, okay, you, this is the loan estimate. Go to chapter four, go on this page, you'll read it. So I can explain it to you, but you also go read it first and then we'll talk afterwards. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, and uh, cause yeah, you do forget stuff along the way and, pe and people, you know, you know, can, it, it's great to have, be able to refer back to that. I find that it's cool to even just be, you know, read re your own book sometimes just so you, um are are incongruent with the knowledge you know that you're putting out you know and, and see if things have changed also yeah well i already need to do another one uh, same thing but just for veterans because i'm a veteran and that's like helping the brave podcast we help veterans once you take the uniform off and it's focused just on veterans about the veterans va loan I know because the book I put out, it just talks quickly about loan programs. That wasn't the purpose of the book. The purpose of the book is how to get ready and how to buy and what everything else is. So, and then the next one, when I do that, there's a few things that changes with credit that I have to update, of course. But if you know anything about book funnels and everything else, it's a good way to go, hey, here's an update on chapter that is going to be in the next book, but you can get it now, get my book now. You know, there's just so much you can do with books and use them to help you grow yourself. Yeah, for sure. That, that, definitely. And like, um, how, how did you get that feedback Like for to, to know, know that you needed to write this new book for the veterans? That was just me. I just knew. I knew from the beginning I wanted to do a separate one because I'm a veteran and I wanted one just to focus on us because it's an, they always say niche down your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. My first book was everybody basically and the trying to buy a conforming, you know, a loan for your first, for your house. And it's a initial people and then people who've had a home loan, but haven't done it in a long time. It helps them understand the new process. Sorry, I have my American bully in here and he's making noise. Can you hear him? No, I can't hear him. Okay, good. But, but yeah, that, that's awesome that you're doing that for the, uh, you know, for the um, veterans in, and, and military, because uh, it, it's, it's hard to find that information sometimes. And, uh, and it's hard to know who to trust and you being like one of them and, you know, and having the podcast, you, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it just, um, and, and then building yourself out as an authority as well. You know, it's like you, you, you cross all the, you know, little, you know, um, things, you know, for, for them to be comfortable, you know, getting information from you and that you're not going to like, just try to rape them. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a big deal. Maybe that's a better word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, right and you're right, but it's about, you know, it's my whole purpose is financial literacy. So people understand how to do it because in California, as an example, we have about five more years before 70% of the people will not be able to own because of the appreciation, everything else that we're going to see just because we're so expensive. We've always been expensive, but it's just one of those things we need to, to understand that process and you need to understand. So it's easier for you to get in. Other States has more times because they're smaller price homes, but they'll eventually be there too, because you got income doesn't go up as much in those areas also. So it's all about making sure you understand because they don't teach us in school, right? 
Yeah. I mean, they don't. They don't teach any of this in school. They don't teach anything in school anymore. I remember when I went to high school, I I learned auto body, woodworking, auto mechanics, you know, metal shop. I of course they thought I was going to be a blue collar worker, but I ended up you know getting my masters and and bachelors while I was in the navy. So it it kind of took a different turn for me. But right on, yeah, yeah. And then um, that has did, did your um ex experience in the military um. Did it help out your your um your business? Yeah, because the, so in the military, you have to be able to do something with somebody who could be gone tomorrow, right? Just they they get transferred, you don't have that person anymore, and some new person comes in. So we learned how to do SOP, standard operating procedure. So you create those for to replace somebody, you know, the whole job's in an SOP. Someone can read it, they understand it, they can move forward. And that's what I set up with my companies. And a lot of people in the who come out in the military that's the first thing they do when they come to work for somebody. They go, Oh, you don't have these in places. Let me help you write these. And it's, it's, a, and then the attention to detail is so huge. What you learn in the military that especially with loans and you know, there's a huge attention to detail. You have to make sure certain things are done a certain way all the way through. So all that has helped. So for me, my son actually joined the military. He joined the army uh, right out of high school and uh, he bought his first home at 21. And you know, it's, so of course it all helps you and understanding the process and it's you you need to know because buying a home can change the trajectory of that whole family and I want to talk about real estate this is all about I'm trying to help people understand be the authority in your industry whatever industry that is find out what those few things that you can do that will make, rise you above everybody else and that's what you need to focus on right on awesome awesome and so um would, would you recommend that people start like if they're thinking about like i want to you know build my authority and you know be seen as that in my industry would is a good place to start as a podcast i think the easiest way these days because it's so easy to get in it's just a matter of setting everything up so it's you know the sound you know understanding how to set up your soundboard if you use that a mic what mic you use because a lot of people you know everybody spends the money on that one mic i can't think of that name that everybody first gets um it's a blue uh the blue yeti yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you got you, that's what you think because that's what you see in the beginning. And it's like that is the worst sounding mic you can get because it's not, you know, dynamic where it's right here. It's all over the place. So it picks up all the all the noise. And they're just, you know, you things that you have to understand. And how I learned all that was during the pandemic, I was on um Clubhouse and there was three guys who ran a room each day for different hours and they were all podcasters and you could go in and ask them questions. And I, I, they all helped me how to set up my board, set up a bunch of stuff and understand a lot more. And that's, and that's, and there's a lot of information out there right now to go get the stuff, but you know, it's so easy right now to do this. You're doing it through zoom. There's Streamyard. There's uh squad cast. I was on today, Riverside FM. There's so many ways of doing these recordings. Cause at first we only did voice. Now we do video on some of them and then it's put on YouTube and there's so much more you can do. And even if you don't want to do the podcasting, you have to build a YouTube channel, some way of having stuff that you, whatever your industry is, if, and start just by putting stuff on there, explaining what you do and what, you know, for your clients to understand. And that can make a big difference in your being an authority in your industry also just over time. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. And definitely YouTube is an essential these days, especially since they, they're doing podcasting now. Right. Because you 
because it used to be if you had a channel you would separate all the additional stuff off of it now that they you can clone podcasts it doesn't affect your algorithms like they used to yeah for sure yeah and then they and, and they put the podcast on uh the the youtube music as well not not just on youtube so oh really that's, that's, that's yeah. sort of cool if you if you set it into the podcast section so yeah yeah so that, that that that's pretty awesome yeah and i i think that like one of the things that's sort of uh, a good idea or that's possible for for some people not everybody um depending on what kind of podcast you do is to actually like put out content that could actually be sort of like chapters or, or content for a book you know and mm -hmm. like down like, like like sort of like you know, like, like speak the book and then sort of write it out. And, and like, you know, you have your podcast, you're building out and then down the road, you'll be able to uh, publish a book from that. Right. I've seen some people who've done that where they just, they do the podcast episodes and then they take all those, have them transcribed and put into a, a book. Um, yeah, I totally can see that. And that, that will work um, very well. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So um, yeah. Cause a book is, uh it's something that's tangible you could hold in your hand and stuff you know the podcast is, is just cool because you could you know get it from anywhere you know you could, you could listen to it from your phone computer wherever and all that kind of stuff and 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 consume it but the the the, the book is cool because it's, it's i i i hand them out like instead of business cards you know mm -hmm. like well that's what they call that's what they call them now they're they call them business cards yeah, the books are your business cards and the other thing you do with if you write a book is now you can take that book and turn it into a course Right. There's, you know, and that's a lot of people are like, what? I can do what? Yeah. You take your book, you cut it up, and not only do Audible, but you can do a course, and then people will pay you for your course. There's just so much we can do now that we, you know, that you and I are close to the same age, you know, 20 years ago, none of this stuff could be done. Yeah. You know, the opportunity these days for people who are younger is huge compared to where I grew up. Um, the only problem is you have so much you can do. A lot of people do nothing and you just need to figure it out. And I, I would, you know, just do the podcast easily. Just quickly do, you know, do just try it. Um, I did come up with a, a, a talk on a podcast. It was called the 1023 rule of podcasting. And what I found out was most people quit before the 10th episode like 80% of the people will quit before the 10th episode. Then the next big drop is right before the 23rd episode. If you get past the 23rd episode, you're going to do very well. And I was on another person's podcast and we we're talking and he does 60 podcasts a month. I mean, that's all these different podcasts he does. It was like 60 of them. He records, he recommends doing a daily podcast. And it doesn't have to be 30 an hour. It could be 10 minutes or five minutes, but a daily one. That way people will know because you're going to show up every day the same time, the same way. And then you're able to go ahead and just more people will come to it. And I started a daily uh, live slash podcast um, actually almost a year ago, but I didn't really turn it into a daily podcast except for three months ago. And I think we were in the top uh, hundred of daily podcast news now. That's awesome. Within so, like within like 90 days. And it's just because there's not a lot of people do that much consistency. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause it, it's, it's not just, uh, so do you edit those the same way as you would edit a traditional week, like one, once a week podcast? 
Now, what I do with those is I, as soon as it's done, so I use StreamYard, right? So it has all the names on there. Everything's on there already. I start it the same way. I end it the same way. And so I just download it from StreamYard, drop it into Cast Magic to do the transcribing and all the other stuff that's involved with it so that you need to, you know, you know, Cast Magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was like the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Uh, and you take, and then I put it, you know, lips in, I put the title and the everything about it, drop it in there. I'm done in like four minutes because of cast magic. And then I take download the video, drop it into Opus pro, have it cut up. And then I upload those, those things throughout the week. And yeah, so, and I, and so right now what I did is I took everything back from the person who was handling it for the last six months and I'm retooling the way I want it done and starting in January, I have somebody else who's taking it back over to cut it up the way I want it done. It just didn't seem like people were doing it the way I wanted it done. Cause the one thing about daily stuff is that's very now, right? I want to get that information out now, not in a week from now, not in two days from now, but now, and it's not a lot of those people can't do that. And so I was trying to figure a way to do it with cast magic Opus pro. You can have that out right away. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. So the, um, with the uh, and it's very important, you know, when you're doing a daily podcast with, with current, you know, news, basically, mm -hmm. you know, you need to have that out like 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 right now. Right. Yeah. So um, with with uh, with the daily podcast, as opposed to like a weekly one, um, the is that is it mainly you like, like putting out information or, or are there guests on that one as well? All right. So my, so what my co-hosts, I, so I've, I went through multiple co-hosts on my radio show over the years. And my last one um, was a guy who's been in the real estate industry for ever. And he's been in the same town forever. And we just are back and forth is just amazing. Right. And then we were on doing the lives and then I had him join the, the radio show. So him and I are on the, the, the daily at eight 30 every day. And if he's out of town, it's just me and, and, but he, we're on there and there's such a rapport back and forth that it's entertaining. Plus we give news and not only do we get downloads from it, but we have a lot of people who watch us during the day, just live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. But a lot of people don't realize just because it doesn't have any likes or any views doesn't mean people didn't see it or watch it because that only counts what they click on. But you can, if you ever been on Facebook, you can have it on your screen and it's just going and you can see what it's talking that's you're you're watching it but it doesn't it doesn't click the numbers but it knows that you're watching and so we have a lot of people who say i watch your show daily and never miss it and that's you know that's huge and it's just time time does it when you're about ready to quit is when they're starting to listen and that's what i learned from radio and the other thing from radio i learned is when you're talking to somebody it's always you so when you, so when some people will say my listeners, uh, I'm talking, you can't say the word listeners. It's you. I'm talking to you because a listener will go, he's talking to somebody else. But if I say you, you know, I'm talking to you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a really good tip right there. Yeah. That yeah. and smile, which is very hard for me. <laughs> right on. That's awesome. So, so yeah. It, it, it's really cool that you you have a, a, a co-host uh, to feed back and forth with the and the, um and uh building that community through through the live is, is huge as well because th those people become like engaged and like like they're like true like believers in, in what you do right. so um but if you do if you do lives 
and you put them, you got to cut them up to put them on YouTube because when you go live to YouTube, YouTube doesn't algorithm doesn't do anything with it. So you, if you don't cut it up and put it on your regular stuff, it's, they go, you've never put a video, but I put out thousands of lives over the next couple of years. Uh, but if you look at, it'll say you, you haven't done a video. So you have to cut them up in order for it to be counted as videos. Yeah. Yeah. Th yeah. That's interesting how, how they, how they don't consider it a video. It's, it's really, really, really weird, but they, the, but for a, as uh, from the business owner side, you know, the, the, you know, that's put that considering putting out lives it's it's um i i feel as if, if you could do it you know and do it on a consistent basis you know like at a oh, certain yeah. time and a certain day you know you know even if it's not every day if it's once a week whatever if just as long as you're doing it like, like that then um you, you get like a crazy amounts of benefit the the first time that i i i uh um encountered that was at the beginning of the um the, the whatever that just happened you know pandemic the last few years yeah um they uh i was on this live show because i used to do a bunch of like in-person events you know like seminars and stuff and i and i started doing that's when i started getting into podcasting and do, and being interviewed and this, this guy had a huge following and we did this live show and there was like seven or eight thousand people like listening you know when i was on it you know and uh, and, and he just gave me this hey do a presentation like I, I, I wasn't prepared or anything i i just told my story and um those people they were engaging back and forth and he was like you know moderating and and then i i, I just said hey I'll, I'll do this little thing for you guys you know and as for my wellness business and it like was off the charts like the results that i got off of it you know because he was recommending me mm -hmm. also but he but he has that authority because he's built that community through the mm -hmm. live and the and the interaction part of it is huge and over time because it takes a while it takes a long time i mean my radio show too we're at almost you know august was five years and we have a good amazing following we you know we have between 51 to seventy-one thousand listeners a week on that um depending on what week it is so but the one thing that you're talking about is being on in other people's sandboxes right? To get that authority and also to get into their set and to talk to their people so that you can bring them over to your side. And that's what podcasting does. And as a host, you get to interview, but you also need to be a guest on other people's podcasts as much as you are a host of a podcast, or you could just not even host and just be a guest on everybody's podcast and, you know, get on pod match like we do and then get connected. And, and that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. And, um, so, so, with uh with podcasting um like with uh busy executives and things like that um do you think it's wor worth them you know taking the time to do it and then like like maybe hiring like a podcast service to 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 put it out there for them or a social media kind of service or just a VA, you know, a virtual assistant, find some of the, you know, there's a bunch of companies now. I think one of them recently I was sent to was Cloud9 that does a really good job on, you know, do you want part-time, full-time, pod? You know, there's so much you can do. But if, if you, depending on where you are financially, you might not want to spend the money to have that person full-time doing this stuff. I had somebody full-time doing my, cutting up all my stuff before I took it back to make sure I was doing what I wanted to be done. Because I knew there was better ways to do things these days. So do my, what your question was, do I, I think it's very important to what is their brand? Are they, are they the company or are they themselves? 
you need to focus on your brand. What if your company went away for something that you didn't do, but all of a sudden it's gone? How do you, you know, if you haven't built you as the brand, then you're stuck. You need to build both of them. You more than anybody else. I had an advertising lady who was helping me a long time. She never got that. She always promoted the companies. I'm like, you don't understand. It's people don't buy the company. They buy the people of the company. Right. I mean, yeah, look at, sure. you know, Tesla. Is it the Tesla or is it the owner? You know, was it, you know, Apple, who was it? You know, those kind of things, Steve Jobs, or was it the product? It's a little both, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Just, just like the guy from uh, Virgin or whatever, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's both. You got to build both. And the only way to build you is to do podcasting and become the authority in your industry. Because if you can become the authority, then you have no competition. And we have a lot of competitions. How do we get rid of them? Become the authority. Stop being the best kept secret in the room. Yeah, for sure. That, that, that's a big deal, you know, because so many people are like that best kept secret mm -hmm. in their community or whatever. And and, um, and this is the easy way to, to get yourself out there. So when you're marketing your business, um, do you drive people initially to the to the podcasts and radio shows? To, to get them to know I can trust you better? Or do you drive people to funnels, you know, like for, for sales? Well, it depends. It depends on how they're coming to me. Do they come through my referral source? And then, you know, it's easy to talk when you're talking to them. You just, oh, by the way, if you want to know more information about me, I'm Ed Parco everywhere. You can find me also on my radio show. You know I mean? They're so you just drop it easily and let me send you my book financial freedom so you can understand the process better and i mean how many people have a loan officer it, that's technically what we are send them a book about the process one out of uh, 100 million i mean i don't know how many people's in our industry but there's not that many who have a book about the process a lot of them have books about themselves but not a book about the process and how to make how it's how easy it is yeah that's awesome that's 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 really uh that's really valuable for sure and um i i was uh there's a guy named, named i don't know if you ever heard of him jason Priestley. he he has a few books out and stuff like that for for business and he's he, he him and some other people like they say there's this uh 7 4 kind of phenomenon that where because people uh buyers buy differently today they do a bunch of research they usually do like seven hours of research on a company or a person over 11 different interactions on four different platforms you know and before they make a decision so like podcasting and the book and and the social media that yeah, gives the opportunity for all that you got to be on social media you cannot not be you cannot a lot of people don't want to do video i was the worst at it and then i just did it i just started doing it and you get better at it um doing the radio show over time, you'll get better. I was a private person. Nobody knew anything about me until I got on radio. And then all the, then the book tells more and the other stuff tells more. So there's so much, you need to get that out there. People want to know who you are. A friend of mine recently talked about how he was a fired a year ago. And he, he talks about facial features and all this stuff. And he had more people reach out to him because he talked about the, when he was fired a year ago, because from this company, not because of his fault or anything, they were just cutting back and changing things. And it was his, momentum to go forward on his own journey to do the thing that he wanted to do, which is, you know, run his business, subtle skills. But people need to know that story. They want to know 
about you. They want to know every, like you were talking about how you just talked about yourself on that show and they all connected with you. That's how it should be. It's not about how great you are. This it's about who you are as a person. They want to know that they want to know who they're dealing with. And you're right. They do check you out. I mean, I'm a, I'm an old guy on TikTok. You know, I had a viral video go about 740 some thousand, which is huge for me because I'm just a mortgage guy from Modesto, California, but you know, anybody can do it. It's just a matter of consistency. Yeah, for sure. And that, that and that's uh, one of the biggest things is that consistency. Like you said, like, you know, most people don't, don't get past 10 and even less, you know, past the 23. So something like 95% don't get past the 10 and about 99% don't get past 23, basically. Right. You know? it's a, and it's so that's OK, but you have to you have to figure out when are you going to release it? and release it every week the same time so people know it's available. You can't miss that. And it's the same with social media. You need to post multiple times a day on many platforms and a lot of other stuff and reels and other stuff. And you can. It's just a lot of people go, I don't have the content. Well, we have it. If you do podcast video, you can cut all that stuff up. And there's so much content you can get. Yeah, for sure. So that, that talking about content, um, the, the mistake I see a lot of people – make uh, when they first start out um especially if they're not if they're new to everything especially even social media is like when they start a podcast they'll, they'll talk about their business and their products and all that kind of stuff and they and you, and you can't really get traction that way um it's a uh, like you said it's more off of stories and and, and um, connecting so what what is a good way to think about like what content you should put out there for people well, I'll, I'll take it back to my radio show. It's when I first got started, my wife said, Ed, not everybody wants to know about real estate and finance every every show. So I, said, I took her advice. So we talk about community. We do talk about, you know, what's going on in the market and that kind of stuff. But we bring it to community and then we have other people. We have other people come on the show, local nonprofits, other stuff come on, talk about what they're doing so that we can talk about the community because it's that's what it's about. The other, you know, give it five minutes about rates and that whatever and the rest of the show about community and everything else because people do turn in for some type of finance, but not the whole show. So back to what you should post. Uh, I think it's, uh, uh, what's his name? Gary V. It's jab, 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 right hook. So you give, 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 and then you ask. And that's what you should be doing. Give, 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 and then ask. So don't put, you know, so three videos, not about what you do, but about just any information at all. And then give them the information and ask for something back. But you need to do, I, that's my big thing. I always go off that jab, jab, right hook. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then what do you think about like having segments in, in, in the podcast? Um, you mean like on YouTube? Uh, like uh you mean like, where it shows what each segment is on on youtube that kind of thing or what do you know just having segments in in your like where you have like a little five minute like current events and then you have an interview and then you have maybe like an educational piece at the end you think it's that's a good format or just straight interviews or straight topics? It just it depends on so with our radio show so it's different with I don't want to say it's different with the radio, but I set it up. So with, with the radio show, you do the first segment, the host, then you bring in the guest on for the second and third segment. Then the fourth segment, you talk about what you learned from the host, from the guest that came on. I said host, but I meant guest. Um, and that's the normal one hour radio show, which is really only 41 minutes. Then, so with podcasting, it's different. We just interview people. We don't have that broken up where it gets interrupted with commercials and that kind of stuff. Some people do, 
but not everybody does, right? Some people have sponsors and then they interrupt them during that whole thing. So it just depends on who your audience is. I don't know. Every audience is different. I can't tell you that one way will work better than another, but I do know that daily podcasts will do really well for you. And that's probably what you should do. Yeah, that's awesome. And you were saying like, like they could be shorter in length, the, the, the daily ones. It, whatever you want. I mean, you could do a five minute. There's some, there's some people who do a five minute or a 10 minute. I was on a podcast, um, I don't know, about a year ago. And the guy was interviewing me. He's like, boom, boom, boom. And we were done in nine minutes. Right. It's just whatever you want it to be is how it should be. And it should be, you know, different. But some people have three hours like Joe Rogan. There's no way anybody wants to talk to me for three hours. <laughs> and I can't even watch a Joe Rogan because it's three hours. Yeah, for sure. You know, for so sure. it just depends what works for you. But that's his job. His job is only doing that daily. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, and people have to remember because that, that's the one other thing, too, is that you could podcasts can be fun and you, and you could just start to do like focus too much on podcasts and forget about your business. Right. Well, <laughs> you have to do a little sometimes. of all. And that's why you need a team to help you yeah. set it up to how you want it to be done. But that's why most podcasts fail because someone's we start it and then it's like, it's a lot of work. I don't want to really want to do it. I saw one the other day. Somebody was like, yeah, I tried it. You know, they were on a podcast. It was being videoed and they're in there and they're talking and they're like, yeah, this is my podcast. You know, life's gotten in the way in the last few ones, but I'm glad I'm able to start it back up again. It's like, you'll get no consistency. You'll never grow it. Um, with my inner Addison podcast, I did it for two years and my whole thing was your greatest accomplishments come from your greatest defeats. And I wanted people to talk about their failures because people in business want to know that it's okay to fail and what they learn from it. So I had a lot of people in the beginning, Rob Angel, I had um, Brian Smith from the, the UGG founder talk about how he lost his company, how he had to get it back. But then two and a half years into it, it's almost like I lost my way. So I'm like, I'm stopping this for six months. Well, I was in the top 1%. I still am, but the traction I had back then versus what I'm trying to build back is night and day. So what I'm so it, if you keep the momentum going, because if you stop it, it stops. It's the same thing about posting on social media. If you, the more you post, the more the traction is, and the more con, you know, it's going to be there. If you stop posting for a week or two weeks, you kill that algorithm. So you got to keep posting, unfortunately. So if you start it, you got to keep going on it. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, uh when, when, when you do stop it, it like the viewership and it all falls off a cliff and it and it's not easy to get it back you know it's it's harder to get the second batch of you know to come mm -hmm. back in than, than, than the first time you set out you know it, right you know because yeah. they because they don't know if they could trust you you know if you're going to fall off again you know and well and then when i came back my opener is now i lost my way but i'm back you know kind of do this my opener my think statement but eventually i'll change that it's just it's not that it's so much easier today than it was three years ago or two years ago or a year ago or even six months ago to do so much even two months ago it's so much easier with the new technology ai technology coming out even you know there's way to edit your stuff there's software that will use ai to make you sound better you know, if you don't have my voice, it'll make you sound better. I, I got lucky. I naturally have a deep voice. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But yeah, I just saw something the other day. I think last week that was something about like clean voice or clear voice, or it was called something, and it and it like 
you 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 upload your thing you know your podcast the mp3 or whatever and and it just like makes your voice sound better it's really really interesting it, it's like it, technology is just crazy so um because it takes it's taken away from the engineer right that we used to have like okay we need to adjust this and this is now you have software it doesn't and so yeah and, and that's like in my industry with when you we used to have processors in between the loan officers and the underwriter we don't need the processors anymore we upload the stuff and it goes directly to underwriter and, and we do a better job than having processors these days. So it's, it's amazing how technology is getting rid of certain jobs. And so we, I, I tell everybody get in the medical field, <laughs> that, <laughs> that job's not going away. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So for the, so for the business owners that are looking to like, you know, become that, you know, uh, like center of influence, you know, and, not not be that best kept secret anymore um it's podcasting um you know like thinking about writing a book um what what do, what do you think about if you know trying to get like an am radio show is that is that worth it or or is podcasting and uh, again it depends on your market and where you are in in modesto california stanislaus county where i'm at Mm -hmm. AM radio, talk radio show on Power Talk 1360 on iHeart is huge. We built that segment because of our show. That morning sh segment is huge because of us. And that's the big difference. That's awesome. Very good. So I think the best thing to do is just do something, whether it's uh, in your market, depends on your market, right? And it depends on how, what your budget is. What and what people don't really understand is you pay to be on radio unless you work for the radio station, then they own your voice. They own everything about you. So you want to, you pay and then you build it. And then what happened with me is we, to build that, it took years. So I paid a lot to do that. And then finally, after about four years, I'm like, okay, I'm quitting my show unless you cut my fees down to from here down to here. And they did. That's awesome. So that's what it's about. It's over time. You'll be able to get those costs down because, and people go, you pay. Well, well, how much does it cost us to do a podcast episode, right? I mean, that's it's about the same cost. Yeah. What's the yeah, difference? Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of hit, hit, hidden costs, you know, including time, you know, but right. there there is monetary stuff too as well. So, um, so like like thank you for sharing all these insights. It's really really awesome to um, get get that from a, somebody somebody that's actually doing it and you know and, and out there, you know with it all with the radio with the, yeah, the book the podcast you know the business and you know and, and um like like you're leading from the front basically um is there anything like 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 that uh like a big idea that, that people should take away from this episode well i i think the biggest idea is stop being the best kept secret get the word you need to get the word out and the best way to do that is have other people talk about you right okay. Because a good friend of mine talks about if you're in a bar and you're and talking about yourself and, and everybody's like, who's this bloviated guy talking about himself? But if you if you have a somebody next, you know, you're sitting there and then this guy goes, you know who that guy is over there? That guy is this, 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 and this. That's a totally different take on it. I would focus on building that person and how you build that person is by podcasting, by radio, writing a book, you know, and don't do it all at one time. But understand when you do this in the social media, you might get to a point where people think you're too busy or too big for them. 
So you have to be understand that. I've had it where people have called and I call them back from the radio and they go, oh, I didn't think you were going to call me, but I tell you I'm going to call you. My staff's not going to call you. I'm on radio for a reason to get my voice out there and get people to know about what we can do so I can help them. Of course, I'm going to talk to you. And I, I saw a same post on an Instagram about a real estate agent who's really big, you know, agent in her area. And she's like, you know, I've had people recently, you know, go with other people with the uh, thinking that I didn't want their, their transaction because it was a smaller transaction. She goes, I do this for the purpose of getting people to understand. I want to help you. I don't care the dollar amount of your transaction. It's about helping you, helping everybody. So please reach out. And that's the same thing. Just understand that you're going to have to remind people as you're growing. So you have to figure out what that level is you want to be at and play at. But for most people, it's just podcasts. But some people, you know, I, I do everything to the nth degree, right? I turned So I took the radio show, dropped it as a podcast on Monday. That's what started my podcasting was taking the radio show, trying to get in a different market. And that did very well. Right. And on. then with all the lives, just start it. And before you know it, you'll be everywhere. So. That's awesome. And I could attest to that with what you were just saying about, you know, you have to actually let people know, you know, about, about you know, about everything, you know, like I, I, I've had people ask me, you know, when I had my brick and mortar business, like, is, is it okay if I, if I, if I refer someone to you, is it okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, of course it is like, but I'm not asking for referrals or letting people know that I, you know, that I'd like more people just like them or whatever. And, and so they weren't referring because of that. So, right. so that, that's, that's a big lesson. Um, how can people get a, get a hold of you or, or, or follow you? I'm Ed Parco everywhere. I have that unique last name, Parco, which is P-A-R-C-A-U-T. So I'm edparco.com. I'm on Instagram, Ed Parco, Facebook, Ed Parco, Twitter, or I guess X, uh, LinkedIn, everywhere. I'm Ed Parco. You can just find me at YouTube, everywhere. Awesome, so, awesome. And we'll be sure to put all your handles and the links to your website and everything in the show notes for the video and audio. I appreciate that. And if they want to find my book, that so I made it easy, and this is what you should do. So getedsbook.com takes me right to my webpage. You click on it, it takes you to Amazon because people don't spell my name right. So if you go to getedsbook.com, you'll go right to my website. You can search everything on me, but also the book's right there. You can click on it and then purchase the book if you like. That's awesome. That's awesome. And thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That concludes this episode of Podcast Marketing Secrets. This is Al Morenton signing off. I hope you have a successful day.